Hey, what's up? It's Nikki Novocaine, and welcome to Nikki Philosophy. What's poppin', y'all? So today is our Music Moments episode, and I'm excited because y'all know I love music, and I love to talk about music, so we got some things to get into, okay? So as a reminder, I am going to be talking about local music as well as mainstream music because I listen to both equally. Okay, so let's just hop right into it. We're going to talk about local music first, then get into mainstream. So... Y'all know that I'm from, well, I'm not from Montgomery. I lived in Montgomery for a really long time. I went to college there. I lived there for several years afterwards. That being said, I do know a lot of people down there, and a lot of those people are artists. And there are some diss tracks dropped this week, and we're going to talk about all three of them. Now, the diss tracks were between Xavier versus Halo and Beat Champ. So, Xavier, I actually know him from college. That's how I met him. And the other two, I kind of, like, became known. I'm sorry, not became known. Became familiar with them just through other people in the industry and music that are down there. So, we're going to break down each diss track. I had already listened to them because I'm friends with them on Facebook. And I kind of was watching this in real time. (laughs) So, I had already listened to them. But before I started recording and before I wrote my episode, I did go ahead and listen to them again. Just so that I make sure that, you know, I got all the good notes on them. So, we're going to talk about them in the order that they were dropped. So, Xavier, he did drop his first, and it's called Hibachi Freestyle. Now, Xavier, to me, is one of the best rappers that are in Montgomery. He has an insane, like, wordplay, and that wordplay really showed on his Hibachi Freestyle. I was sitting up there listening to it again, like, dang, he said that and that and that and connected that. I'm like, damn, okay, that was disrespect. Like, yes, (laughs) that's what a diss track is. Like I said, his wordplay is really good. His wordplay is, like, one of his biggest strengths. And I've noticed that in, like, other projects that he's, he has done. Side note, he do have a new project coming out this week. It's called um, Outro League, and it's with RLE King Ant. That's his name. <laughs> it's going to be my first time hearing a project from RLE King Ant because I hadn't previously heard of that artist, but I'm excited to hear anything that are that is coming with Xavier because like I say he's one of the best rappers in Montgomery anyways yeah I really enjoyed Hibachi Freestyle it was a really good track (laughs) the next one is from Halo he dropped Return of the Goat now like I said well I don't know if I said this before but all three of them are really talented artists Beat Chump he's not really a rapper well he's a rapper but he's more of a producer than a rapper but we're gonna talk about that Anyways, Halo's track, it wasn't really giving this. It was giving like, okay, I've been gone for a minute and I'm going to drop this track to let these niggas know. That's what it was giving. It wasn't really disrespectful because when I think this track, I think of disrespectful, which was how Hibachi Freestyle and how Beat Champs was. They were disrespectful. Halo's was good because, like I said, they're a really talented artist. So he's a talented artist, but it just wasn't giving this. It was... If I was to look at that track as a diss track, I would be like, okay, this is boring because there are no puns. There are no, like, bars for real. Well, it was bars, but it wasn't no, like, dissy, dissy bars. You feel me? Like, no direct bars. With Xavier and Beat Chump, they sent straight shots, okay? They name-dropped all of that. (laughs) But unless I was missing something, maybe I need to go and listen to Halos again. But when I just re-listen to it again... 
I it just wasn't giving this to me. And that's in no these are just my opinions. That's in no disrespect. It just wasn't giving this. Okay. Now, let's talk about Beat Champs. Like I said, he's not really a rapper. He's more of a producer than a rapper. But his track was really good. It was called Confused. And it is so catchy. It was catchy. It was disrespectful. It had bars. He's a really good rapper. Like, I feel like if he wanted to fully, like, rap instead of produce, I feel like he could transition into that space because he is a good rapper. And the song was actually really good. Like, I find myself, when I was listening to it again, because that wasn't my first time hearing the song, I was, like, kind of singing along with the little hook because, like, it's really catchy. So, it was really good. So, if I was to rank the three in order, like, from worst to best of course like i said no disrespect i would put halos on the bottom because it wasn't really giving this and the second one i would put beat champs because even though it was really really good xavier's wordplay still you know played to his advantage so i would say his was the best out of all three but i really did enjoy listening to those because i like i'm not gonna say i like diss tracks but I like music, and I like hearing different styles of music, okay? This track is rap, but it's a different kind of rap. If you know, you know what I mean. If you're into music, you know what I mean by that. But, yeah, I really did enjoy listening to all three of those. I love a good, you know, little rap beef or whatever. If I didn't say it earlier, it was Xavier versus, kind of versus Halo and Beat Champ, if that, you know, makes sense. But, yeah, I did want to go ahead and talk about that because this is music moments and it is something that was significant that was in the music field that happened. So, yeah, I wanted to talk about that. If y'all want to talk about it, comment, you know, go to Facebook, to my Nikki Philosophy page. We can talk about it more in the comments. Now, we're going to start talking about mainstream music, okay? I have a lot to talk about with mainstream music. <laughs> so, the first topic is Drake. So, Drake is rumored to be dropping his so much anticipated because they've been saying that this tape was going to drop. Like, they've been giving all kinds of other dates I thought it was going to drop last week. I was looking for it last week. It didn't drop last week. Now, they're saying it's going to drop on this Friday. So, it's called For All The Dogs. I think for uh, for the other dogs. Yeah, <laughs> for all the dogs. He did drop the album art. So with him dropping the album art, he said it was drawn by his son Adonis. With him dropping that, that shows me that the release date is probably soon. Because typically artists don't drop the um, cover art, un well, the album art, until close to the album to drop. So that kind of makes me think that it is going to drop this Friday. And I hope it does because... According to the rumors that's been, you know, floating around the internet, Nicki Minaj is going to be on there and Bad Bunny. Not too big on Bad Bunny, but y'all know I am a barb. So if him and Nicki has another song coming out, the last song they had together was Seeing Green. And Seeing Green was really good. So I hope that Nicki is on the album. I think that'll be, you know, a really good song. So when I was looking up Drake or whatever, I noticed that he's consistently dropped music every year since 2015 there hasn't been a year since 2015 that he hasn't dropped something whether he's dropped an album a mixtape or ep he has dropped something every single year 
there are no other rappers that's really doing that. And sometimes he dropped multiple tapes in a year. Like, he not multiple tapes, multiple projects. Like, he'll drop an album in an EP or a mixtape in an album or an EP in a mixtape. Like, he consistently drops stuff. And that's what makes me respect Drake so much as an artist. Because with him doing that, him consistently dropping projects, that's showing that he's really, really committed. Not saying other people who don't drop as frequently aren't committed. But that just shows that he's like, yeah, I'm locked in with this music. I'm going to keep dropping because, you know, I'm locked in. This is what I love to do. And they all be heat. Like, there hasn't been a project that he has dropped that hasn't been heat. And I'm not saying that just because I love Drake and he's a great artist. I'm Well, I'm saying that because he's literally a great artist. And he needs to get his flowers because... There aren't too many artists that literally hasn't skipped a year. This is about to be, in two years, it'll be 10 years that he consistently dropped a project every single year. That is insane. And I do want to highlight one of his mixtapes. I think it's a mixtape. Yeah, it's a mixtape. So, it's one of my favorites. And it's the um, Dark Lane demo tapes. I think that one is really slept on. Because Dark Lane demo tapes, it's like a compilation of um leaked songs and songs that was on soundcloud and one of my favorite songs off of that mixtape is the chicago freestyle with Gibeon. that song is like it's so uh i don't know it's just so good it's so good i've used it like on tiktoks i listen to it all the time i sing it all the time like it is a really really good song if you haven't heard the chicago freestyle from dark lane demo tapes you need to go and listen to it because it's really good, and I really, really love that mixtape. Okay, now, we're going to talk a little bit about Nikki. I know that um, she hasn't dropped, well, she's dropped songs, but she hasn't dropped, like, another solo song since, was it SFG? What's her last solo song? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Cause that was her last solo song and that did that was her first number one super freaky girl so her album is actually coming out on november 17th and it's called pink friday 2 i literally cannot wait i was so in love with pink friday one my favorite Nicki minaj album is the pink print but pink friday one that was her first album and it was just so good it was so good like and she played a snippet over, um, was it on, she did like an Instagram video where she was um, taking pictures for something. We don't know if that's a single art. We don't know if that's the cover out for the album. But she was taking these pictures and she had that playing. And it was giving the Pink Friday era sound. And that just made me hype. That made all the barbs on Twitter hype because she said it was going to be giving that Pink Friday vibe, which is why she named the album Pink Friday 2. So I'm just really excited. I have really high expectations for this album. I feel like she's going to give us exactly what we want and what we need. So, yeah, I'm really excited for this album. Y'all know I'm a barb, been a barb. But, yeah. Now, I do want to highlight this artist, other artist, real quick, that I discovered on, I don't know if it was on TikTok, I was looking for a song, or if I found it on Instagram. I think it was on Instagram, because I follow this page on Instagram called the R&B Lounge, and they always post, like, snippets and videos from 
R&B artists and that's where I find a lot of my R&B music from because y'all know I'm an R&B girl I'm a lover girl I love R&B I mostly listen to R&B I have only a few select rappers that I listen to but I'm a um I'm an R&B girl and I came across this artist his name is Open Season and he has this song called You and this song has literally had me in a choke hold you hear me? This song has had me in a chokehold. It's very upbeat, but it's still giving that little, you know, sexy sound. It's kind of like similar to Vito. Like, kind of like what he be doing. Because it gives like that, okay, it's an upbeat song, but I'm still going to be a little sexy with it. You know, like, it's it's really good. So, it's called, once again, it's called You by Open Season. And Open Season is spelled O-P-E-N-C-E-A-Z-N. All one word. Okay, so y'all need to go check it out. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing more of his music. I think he has more on um, Apple Music. I'm pretty sure he does. But that was just the only song and the first song that I found by him. And just based upon that song, I do want to hear more. Because he has a very lovely voice. Very lovely voice. Now, let's talk about my boy Brent. Okay. Brent Fias, he's one of my favorite artists as well. He dropped the visual to Jackie Brown. Okay, Jackie Brown is one of my favorite songs from his album called Wasteland that he dropped. Um, his most recent album called Wasteland that he went on tour and then come to Atlanta. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, full, full shade because how dare you not come to Atlanta? I don't get it. <laughs> Anyways, um, he dropped the visual. The visual was dope. It was giving very much creative. Brent is really... Um, He's a creative. So anything that he does is going to be different, but it's going to work because that's his style and that's how he do things. However, I have noticed a trend when it comes to his visuals. Now, Brent, I don't know if you're going to hear this or not. If you do, I mean it with love because, you know, I love you. Okay. <laughs> All the girls in his visuals be looking alike. Brent definitely has a type. And that type is shown in all his visuals. He's going to have these little, these light-skinned girls or girls of different ethnicities. And it's kind of rare where I'll see, like, a dark-skinned black girl in his visuals. Now, if he has used a darker t skin tone black girl in his videos... I may have missed it, so if I didn't see it, y'all feel free to send it to me or tag me or something. But just based upon the last couple of visuals that he has dropped, all the girls been looking like. I would like to see some variety, okay? I would like to see more black girls, more darker skinned black girls. I would like to see girls of different sizes because... They all be super, super small girls, and we need we we need to get more variety. And that is that goes for more than just for Brent. We need to have more variety. We need to see like girls who are different sizes. Like I, I want I'll be a video girl. Like I'll be in somebody's video. You know, I'm plus size. I would definitely be in somebody's video. We just need more variety. And what I was pointing out with his videos was like, you know, all the girls be looking like so Brent. Fantastic artists, fantastic video videos, visuals. I can see your um, your creative director skills shining bright. Please just add some more variety to these girls. Like, I was listening to the song and watching the video because obviously, like I said, that's one of my favorite songs. So, you know, I'm chilling, vibing along to the video. And I'm just, I started looking like, dang, all these girls look alike. Like, Brie, what's up? <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, 
Moving on, I saw a picture of Odd Future. If you don't know who Odd Future is, you missed an era, baby. Like, the whole Odd Future um, era was amazing. It had, Odd Future is composed of, like, Sid and um, Tyler, the creator, Frank Ocean, Haji, and a whole bunch of more other very talented people. I should have wrote all their names down, because I promise, if I try to name them from the top of my head, I'm probably going to forget somebody. But, yeah, Odd Future, that was a moment. And there was a picture of all of them. They linked up. In LA for like a little reunion or whatever. It was very nostalgic because that was an era. That was a very, very good time in music. Okay. But Frank Ocean and Haji were not in the picture. Like, if they were in the picture, that would have been perfect. Like, I probably would have got that picture printed out and put it on my music wall because that was an era. That was a time. And Frank Ocean and Haji were not in the picture. Like, I would love if all of them, including Frank. Frank has this, like, I don't know. He just like to be out of the public eye. I don't know. I miss him a whole lot. I really wish he would drop something. I don't know. Like, a picture. Like, anything, Frank. Just give us something. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, we ain't gonna talk about Coachella. Like, that, that don't count. I just, I pretend, like, the Coachella performance didn't even happen because, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I would love, like, an odd future, like, reunion tour or, like, a reunion project or something. Like, I would love to see something else from odd future. And when I say odd future, I mean everybody. Like, in the original OG odd future. Okay? Now, the last thing that we're gonna talk about is Miss Victoria Monet, baby. Like, she's the it girl right now. She's about to drop her highly, highly anticipated album, Jaguar 2. She's going to be dropping it on this Friday. But she did drop the visual to Oh My Mama. And Victoria, she's she's a threat. Like, she can sing. She can dance. She can write. Like, she's, she's that girl. Like, she's really that girl. And I can see her thriving in R&B for a very long time, not only does she have a beautiful voice, she has the, like, she's kind of like a modern day Sierra, because, you know, Sierra was that, well, she still is, because Sierra just dropped another project, I should have talked about that too, but um, she's an it girl like Sierra, and both of them are real R&B, Victoria is giving real R&B, and we need voices like hers, we need, um, real good voices like hers i can name a lot of different like girls new r&b girls that are real r&b but victoria she she's that girl and i can really see her um her um thriving in r&b for a very long time and i'm for sure looking forward to this album i've heard um i know smoke with her and lucky day is on the album and of course on my mama is on the album so this is going to be a really good album this probably would be, I feel like this album is Grammy worthy. I'm sorry, not, I feel like it's Grammy worthy. I feel like it's going to be Grammy worthy just looking at what she's already dropped so far. I feel like it's going to be Grammy Grammy worthy. But of course, you know, I'll make that final analysis (laughs) once the album drops on Friday and we'll probably talk about it in the um, music moments next month. But yeah, um, her tour dates actually already dropped and I wanted to go. I really, really wanted to go, but they texting. And I love Victoria, but I just can't pay that. <laughs> I have a, band, uh, um, a, a a budget when it comes to concerts, and I just cannot spend that much on a um, ticket 
a concert ticket. But, you know, I'm going to look on Twitter whenever she come to Atlanta and I'll see everybody else's footage. And I know she's going to give a great show because she's a performer. She's not just an artist. She's also a performer. So I know she's going to give a show. And y'all going to have a time. Okay? Side note, if anybody has a ticket they want to gift to me, I will happily take it. Atlanta only because I'm not taking a flight for a concert. <laughs> Anyways. That's really all I wanted to talk about today. I feel like we got into some good things today. And let's continue the conversation on Facebook. I'm going to post about this episode on my Nicolosophy page on Facebook. If you have any comments, questions, anything you want to talk about, just drop it on my Nicolosophy page and we can have a conversation, baby. Next week, I got to look at my schedules to see what comes up next week because I honestly don't remember. But keep in mind that if you do want me to do promo for you, or if you want me to, if you want to do a collab with me, send me an email, nikilosophy at gmail.com. I have to have an email for collabs and for promo, nikilosophy at gmail.com. If you want to talk to me, anything, you can hit me up on nikilosophy on Facebook or nikilosophy on Instagram. You can follow me on my personal socials, which is they crave with a K underscore Nikki. And yeah, that's pretty much all I have for today. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Of course, Nick Force is the best fan base on the planet.